Hi, this is Jeffrey Mangus with Books Build Brands Podcast. My name is Jeffrey Mangus. I am the host and I'm a professional author and ghostwriter. And I want to thank everyone out there that's tuning in and subscribing to my channel. I really appreciate your support and everything that you do helps me and my clients and helps you understand more about book writing and the process and bringing a book to the world either with yourself or with a ghostwriter. So today I want to talk about what I call the first draft or the Franken draft. When you start to write your book, there's many things that you're going to tra- going to go through as far as the process goes. And the first is, of course, building an outline or building a table of contents and what you're going to write about. But what I tell authors and my clients uh, at the, uh, the onset is that these table of contents and uh, different things are are probably going to change. As the book evolves, things change. Um, it's to be expected. And that's the beautiful part of creativity is as you start diving in to what you know what you're, and getting into your skill set, or if you're, if you're writing a memoir or an autobiography, you start thinking of more stories, more things that you're, um, you want to say. Um, so things change, but you can't build a house without a foundation. So your table of contents is your uh, is your foundation. It's your foundational step that that must be done. So once you get past that point, and this this will be talked about in other other episodes um, that coming up next week. Um, but today, talking about what I call the Franken draft. These are the ugly drafts. These are the uh, your first draft is always ugly. Many people, especially new authors, they sit down to write and they start putting words to the page and they realize that it's not perfect. And this sometimes stops the process with many people because they think that what they write must be perfect the first time. Um, it's actually very freeing and very, um, uh, how do I say it? It's, uh, it, it, it's encapsulating actually to know uh, that what you write the first time, you're going to be able to edit and fix. So that's where it, you're able to get your ideas and everything out onto the page without worry, without fear that anyone's going to see it. Because no one will see it until you're ready. And when I work with my clients, no one sees the books until we and the client agree every chapter, chapter by chapter, that that chapter's complete. And I actually work with my authors and, and authors sign off that the, they agree the chapter is exactly the way they want them. But writing a first draft of your manuscript is the first step and is the major step in publishing your book. Um, you can't start without doing that. So as you begin the writing process, you know, don't be surprised if the uh, initial manuscript evolves into a vastly different you know, completed book. That's what I was talking about. Things will change. So keep that in mind as well uh, as you're moving along, as you're writing the first draft. And working with, if you're working with a ghostwriter or if you're working with yourself, keep that in mind. Because um, as you go along in the first draft, um, a lot of people call it the rough draft. And again, I call it the Franken draft. I think it's a, a great name. I got that name from a mentor of mine. Um, I did not inc- uh, create that name. Uh, a mentor by the name of Derek Lewis. Uh, if Derek's listening, uh, thank you so much for all of your help over the years, sir. Um, but he came up with that term, and I've, I, it's really... Uh, kind of latched on with me because the, the first draft as the Franken draft is being built. 
It's being put together piece by piece and uh, is exactly the reason um, that you got to be kind of far removed from your first draft as a finished product. You got to think of it in terms of just getting the foundation laid and then understand you're going to be able to make it shine, uh, take away all the rough edges, shape it uh, as the process and writing goes. Um, So yes, your first draft, you know, is going to be, it's going to require trimming requires smoothing out and even you can um, just bolster the idea of, of, of a myriad of, of large and small edits coming up. You're going to get a chance to do that. And it's, that, that's the exciting part. That's where the, actually the editing, editing part takes longer than the writing part usually, especially if it's your first book. And we'll go into that here in just a few minutes. Um, yes, the editing process, believe it or not, can take longer. Um, than the writing, um, unless you're a you know a genius writer and you get it right the first time and it's all perfect. I've heard of that a couple of times. I've heard uh, my agent and some different people in the industry talk about somebody's written a book so perfect the first time that they didn't have to edit it. Um, I unfortunately am not that writer. Now I've gotten pretty good at writing first drafts and and try to give the best clean clean uh, manuscript to my authors as I can every single time. Uh, without fail, but I'm also under the understanding as a ghostwriter, uh, when I work with my authors that they, and also they, it's clear that they understand that what we, what we're putting down on page might not be the final product. And when they go into their review, and we're going to talk about that here in a second of uh, their first draft, I, I, I kind of give them what's uh, my little speech on what I call, uh, author shock. This is when, if you're a new author, if you're working with a ghostwriter, someone working with you to help you write your book, and this is more in more in depth later on that we're going to talk about in different um, episodes. But when you're working with a ghostwriter such as myself, that there's a thing called author shock, and that's when you first read your your chapter or your first draft, and it may not sound exactly like you. And you, as the author course you're trying to build a book to build your brand you want it to sound exactly like you and if you are working with a ghostwriter it's essential that the ghostwriter capture your voice but the only way to do that is to chisel away at it no ghostwriter on the planet is going to get your voice perfect the first time it takes uh i study my author's uh, voices their diction their videos their their personality i study all of these things and when i'm writing their their chapters i have their their face and image in my head. Everything is shut off. There's no phones. There's no distractions. I got to focus on the author's voice, and that's the only way I know how to do it. But I'm able to do that. But am I perfect at it the first time? No. It takes it takes chiseling away and working at it to get it to to the point where the author is happy with that. But you, as the author, if you're doing your, if you're writing the book yourself, you still got to take that in mind. You got to make sure that it captures your voice. And you, it also must capture the reader that you're targeting, and we're going to talk about that as well. Um, but your first draft, again, is not going to be very good. Usually they're not. And some some authors, and I've heard people call them their first shitty draft. Um, it's because it requires countless hours of time and determination to complete it. And, you know, it's going to be crappy at first, but, you know, you want to put all your efforts into it to make it worthwhile in producing a, a, a sellable professional book that's going to reflect you and your business. So it's important to keep that in mind. 
So if your book is not up to par or subpar, you're going to dedicate even more energy into draft, shaping that first draft, getting it edited, doing it and getting it proof, proofwritten, and, and that's what makes it shine. So these are steps that you're going to understand that's in the process of writing a book and every chapter until you have a completed manuscript. So let's just say you, you've written your first draft, and let's say that you've got it to the point where you're, you're, you're really happy with it. And that's, that's, a, that's an exciting day. Um, that's a great day, and it makes you feel good. Um, but my advice when this happens, and this is, might sound strange, but this advice works. It's worked for me and my clients, and we do it, and it does work. And so before you start any of the editing process and you, and you reach a point where you, you feel like you're, the chapter is exactly where you want it or the manuscript's where you, where you want it, I want you to take a break from the project. I want you to step away from it. And I know that may sound counterintuitive, and you might think, uh, wait a minute, what's going on here? I've got momentum. I've got, I'm going. I need to keep going. Well, stepping away from it, before you start editing, gives you a chance to have your uh, what what I call fresh eyes. Looking at a book on a on a computer screen is completely different from printing it out and reading it. I promise you, if you do that, or you read the book to yourself out loud, it's something that it may sound strange to do. It might even feel strange to do. But once you do that, you're going to you're going to find the rhythm of the words. Words do have rhythm, and sometimes, and most of the time. It takes stepping away from the first draft and the second draft and the revised versions, and even where the point where you feel it's perfect, step away from it and take a break and then come back at it with fresh eyes. You will be amazed at what you will find um, wrong, things that you might find that you want to change uh, with a fresh you know, perspective. Um, so when you do this, you get a renewed energy toward the project. And, um, and yeah, you, you know, you've got a lot of work ahead of you, but if you take a break and that's the reason too, if you, if you, if you got all this work ahead of you, why keep plugging along and then get burnt out? You don't want to burn out. You want to, you want to stay focused and you want to stay crisp and clean to make that product at the end of the day, the exactly the way you want it. Um, I mean, you can't fall in love with what you write. That's what I tell authors all the time. You can't fall in love with the first draft. You got to understand it's going to change. Now, if it's good, it's good. If it's you know you don't touch it, you don't touch it. But I promise you, your first draft is never pretty. Uh, but I do my best when I work with my clients to give the first draft the the best shine I can. But I'm still under the understanding that it's going to change. I've worked with many authors that um, revise seven or eight times on their chapters. One author that I work with, she's done at least 15 edits on each chapter because she takes her time and she um, she reads through it and she really, really narrows in on how she wants it, the book to read and I respect that. And you will, will respect yourself if you follow these uh, this advice and uh, get yourself to the point where you can um, really dig into you, to your words. Words transcend and you want your words to last for m- multiple years and you want your your work to be respected you want to leave a legacy you don't want to leave crap out there so um once you return the project you know uh, 
there's a fine line on how long of the break you want to take, though. This is, uh, it, it's hard to teach this. Um, maybe a week's too long. Maybe a few days is good enough. Or, may, you know, some people take a, a, month away, a month away from their work, and that might be too far out that uh, they lose every, all the momentum they get, um, which can make the, you know, returning to the project you know, really difficult. So my advice is take a break from the first draft. Once you get it to the point where you feel like you you have it, take a break and don't push yourself and uh, use your best judgment. Use common sense and uh, just just know that it's going to work out in the long run. Um, so figure out the time window that you want to take off, you know, and and then get back to work. Don't let it lapse for months or six months. Then the project might go out the window. You might lose all all momentum and speed. And even the desire to write it, um, you want you don't want to lose that as well. Um, but the first draft, once you have, once you take a break, once you have it all completed, once you have it exactly the way you want it, save it and get ready to write your next chapter and and follow each chapter accordingly to these methods. Each chapter is going to have a first draft. Just understand that you're going to write the first draft. The first draft is probably going to be ugly. And it's going to be crappy. It's going to be what I call the Franken draft. But once you revise and read that, that first draft as a Franken draft, then that's when you can start really tweaking in on, the, on how to make it shine, what you want to say, or take away what you, some things you don't want to say. Or if you want to say it differently than you did the first time. It's all up to you. Because remember, no one will see it until you are, are completely satisfied and ready to send it out to the world. I hope this has been very helpful today. Uh, if you are out there and you would like to subscribe to my channel, the uh, Books Build Brands podcast, I would love that. Just click below. Uh, send me a comment. Send me questions. You can uh, email me at uh, jeffmangusauthor at gmail.com. And you can visit my website at jeffreymangus.com. I really, again, thank you so much for tuning in today. And I hope and wish you all the best out there in getting your book dreams into a reality. Take care. Bye-bye.